0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 4th and Long Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Thrash. Joined with me is Jace Long and a very special guest, Carter Milton. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? And we got a lot to talk about. I'm glad y'all got some drinks. I got a drink with me here, and let's just go ahead and get into it. On Tuesday night, the second week of college football playoff rankings were announced. Their top six were, one, Ohio State, two, Georgia, three, Michigan, four, Florida State, five, Washington, and six, Oregon. Whoever wants to go first, what is y'all's one through six college football playoff ranking?
1: i go first. Uh, Mine's not a whole lot different from theirs, just a few changes. So I got one, Georgia, two, Ohio State, three, Michigan, four, Washington, five, Florida State. Six of
2: Oregon. Okay. Um, I got number one, Ohio State, number two, Georgia, number three, Florida State, number four, Washington, number five, Oregon, and number six, Michigan.
0: Okay, okay. Oregon jumps Michigan. I don't I don't mind it. I really don't. Mine is mm-hmm. different from y'all's. I got one Georgia. I thought that Missouri win was phenomenal and one of the I don't want to say one of the best of the year because it's not, but compared to Ohio State's wins, it's one of the best. Number two, Ohio State, just because they do have three really good wins. Number three, Florida State. Four, Washington. Five, Michigan, the worst of the undefeateds, just because they have not played a soul yet. And kind of of controversial, I have six, Texas. So Texas beats out Alabama and Oregon for me just because they have the head-to-head over Alabama. And looking at Oregon's actual resume, you can kind of break it down a little bit compared to everybody else's. And I know that's crazy looking at Carter, but you really can't uh, break it down after looking at it. Joe clap! that
1: was some dumb shit you just said. Yeah. What, what's Absolutely dumb about stupid.
0: it? What's dumb about it? What's dumb about
1: it? You didn't have Oregon in your top six. Their only loss was uh, almost lost to
2: number four.
0: They have just a couple of wins over uh, teams with uh, over 500 records. That's it. Their biggest win was Utah. Everybody else, Washington State is now four and five. Colorado, you know what they've been doing. Their loss is kind of their best attribute. They lost to a fantastic team and almost beat a fantastic team in Washington at Washington But other than that, they have not beat a great team besides Utah. And Utah is on the verge of good slash really good. That's it. They don't have any offense.
1: Who's Alabama's best win? Ole Miss? uh, Early season Ole Miss? You got Ole Miss.
0: You got A&M. You have LSU now. What's Texas' best win? LSU. What's what? Texas' best win. At Tuscaloosa, 34-24. That's why I gotta put them above Alabama. As I'm high as hell on Oregon, but I cannot put them over those one loss teams.
1: Yeah, I do. Pretty easy. Me
0: too. I, I can't do <laughs> it. I just just looking at Oregon looking at Oregon's resume, it just doesn't come doesn't really stack up to Texas or Alabama. It really doesn't. And I think they will prove that they are one of the best teams in college football in the playoffs i think they might even go to the playoffs i really believe they will beat washington in the pac-12 championship and go but right now i just can't say that and obviously these rankings don't matter it'll all get worked out but that's just how i feel right now yeah all right i got some doomsday playoff scenarios for y'all the first one is crazy and it's a little confusing to keep up with but it's no undefeateds so there's a three-way tie in the big 10 That's a 12 and 1 Michigan, a Big 10 champ Michigan, a 12 and 1 Pac 12 champ in Oregon, a 12 and 1 ACC champ in Louisville, a 12 and 1 SEC champ in Georgia, and an 11 and 2 Big 10 champ in Oklahoma State. So, however y'all want to decipher that, who would be y'all's top four to make it? I, said, I sent you all this picture so you wouldn't be that confused because it is confusing. Yeah, I didn't look at the picture. Um, <laughs> I say
1: Georgia, Oregon, yeah, Michigan. Whoever I guess Michigan or Ohio State. Whoever wins the Big Ten. Whoever. Yep. And uh, Florida State.
0: But they they would be a runner up in this scenario. Louisville, would be, Louisville right? would be. Louisville would oh. be the ACC champ in this scenario. Um, it's crazy, I know it's crazy. Who would be the Big Twelve champ? Oklahoma the Big State? Twelve would be eleven and two, Oklahoma State. God. But you remember, you do have an eleven and one Ole Miss team who, on, in this scenario, beat beat Georgia. You have a twelve and one runner up in Washington as well. Then you have an 11-1 Penn State and Ohio State or Michigan, whichever two teams.
1: Right. So I am going to go Georgia. Okay, Ohio State. Okay. Washington, no, Oregon, not Washington, and Ole Miss.
0: Okay, so you would do an 11-1 Ole Miss. Carter, who would you go with? Um,
2: I would go with Oregon, yep. Georgia, Ohio State, probably Texas. It's that
0: fourth one. It's that fourth one. It's tough. See, in this scenario, Texas would be losing in the Big 12 championship to Oklahoma State. So that would be their second loss. It is tough. My four are Michigan, in this scenario, Michigan, 12 and 1 uh, Big Ten champ, Georgia, Oregon, and I'd probably go Washington. Their only loss being a rematch to Oregon. I think Washington would get in. Obama? Does the SEC get left out in this scenario? You have an undefeated Big Ten champ in Michigan, an undefeated ACC champ in Florida State, an undefeated Pac 12 champ in Washington. A twelve and one Texas and then Alabama upsets Georgia in the SEC championship. So it's twelve and one Alabama as well as twelve and one Georgia. Would the SEC get left out? It's pretty much would a twelve and one SEC champ in Alabama go over a twelve and one Big Twelve champ in Texas.
1: I think it depends on where they're ranked at when they play. So if Alabama's like number four when they beat Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would stay at like two or three.
0: I think even that
1: over, I think that will over happen
0: over. because of Ohio State and Michigan playing. I think they will jump up. Alabama will. Yeah.
1: But if, and if Georgia's number one and loses to, like, say, Alabama is like seven or something, and beats Georgia, Georgia's not going to drop out of the top four. I don't think.
0: No. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing. So, is there any chance that all the SEC gets left out? No. This has been thrown around a lot on Twitter. I don't think so. I don't, I can't see it either, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do. All right. What is your one through five Heisman ballot? Then we'll get into some games. Pretty
1: pretty normal. Number one is Michael Pinnis Jr. Um, Number two is Jaden Daniels, which would be my number one, but I'd be called a homer if he was my number one. Number three is Bo Nix. Okay. Number four, Ollie Gordon. Number five is Marvin Harrison
0: Jr. Okay, okay. Carter, go ahead.
2: Oh, my number, my first one is Jaden Daniels. Uh, second, Marvin Harrison Jr. Three, Marvel Penix Jr. Four, Bo Nix. And five, Olive Gordon.
0: Okay, okay, cool. I don't disagree with that. Mine is Jaden Daniels. I don't think it's realistic that he is number one because he's, He's not going to win it because of the three losses. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is my number two. Ollie Gordon is my number three. Bo Nix is four for me. And Carson Beck is five for me. I got him jumping up there.
1: So, as, as a group, we have to rank these guys for an instant okay. post.
0: Who are we going to go on?
1: Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Yep. There's two. Um,
0: I'm going Michael Penix. Michael Phoenix. Yeah. Carter, you can argue this if you want to. I think
1: Bo Nix is number three.
0: Yep, I'm good with that. Okay. Four? I'm going to say I'm
1: going to say just consistency of play. Marvin Harrison Jr.
0: should get it. There you go. I think I think, it's, it I think it's got to be Marvin Harrison in that spot as well. well. Yeah. yeah. As far as realism? Yeah. I think so. Can't be uh, all right man. <laughs> and fans KJ Jefferson it's got to be <laughs> three and three and six Razorbacks
2: <laughs> before we
1: Who jump is, into the pot
2: who's number five?
1: five oh uh, Holly Gordon okay before we jump into the pot I got some some news from around college football so, Lane Kiffin gets sued by defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins. who took a few weeks off the team to work on his mental health. He did not let any of the coaching staff know that he took off for this, and Lane Kiffin kicked him off the team for that.
0: Did you see the yeah. audio? Dude, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> the audio was crazy. Lane Kiffin called him a uh, um, – he, he said, F-U, I want to say. I don't know. Some cur- it, was, it was bad. It was bad. And
1: then, so, the Michigan scandal – might be way more intense than we thought it was.
0: Michigan's schedule so is
1: crazy. They're thinking that Michigan gave signs to South Carolina last year to be able to beat Tennessee and Clemson to better their playoff odds.
0: Yep. I mean, because they were like playoff contenders. So,
2: He's a bad,
1: bad man. Not the last, but probably the most important headline. Joe Burrow states that he went to school at Ohio State but played football for LSU, officially claiming the Tigers as his
0: team. They shouldn't even make these news. Good God. Yeah, that's
2: just stupid.
1: <laughs> Golly. Last, last headline of the week, Deion Sanders promotes fighting at practice, telling a reporter that it's a great thing, and they have had multiple <laughs> fights at practice this week, and he even keeps record on who wins. Remind that
2: man would what, love, love to Drayvon Green. That's why they're sure right
0: now. <laughs>
1: That's that's what I was gonna say. The buffs are four and five.
0: He would love to Draymond Green. Man, (laughs) but going going back to the Michigan thing. So there's a report that came out that South Carolina's only game where they had um, uh, wristbands were Tennessee and Clemson. (laughs) That's bad look. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, appreciate the news, Jay. Hey, Brock Bowers is is set to play in Ole Miss, set to dress up, dress out at least. Are you serious? Yeah. How crazy is that? Man. I think Jaden Daniels will play as well. I think he's on pace to play. So that's, that's that's a hell of a thing for LSU.
1: He's out of protocol and practicing today, so.
0: Florida's well,
1: Nussmire. Yeah. One and only. One and only. I don't have a food or
2: anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brian Kelly believes in him. I mean, his first play came into the Alabama game through a pass, so. He threw it pass.
0: Mm-hmm. First play, yeah. Florida's mad okay. as shit right now at that Jaden Daniels news.
1: We'll talk about that when we break the game down.
0: All right, let's move on to some interesting games, unless y'all got anything else. Nope. So, no. So you want to tell me how interesting this game is? Virginia and Louisville playing right now. Yeah, that's
1: two win Virginia, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. How
2: I mean, was game interesting?
0: It's not because of Louisville. If Louisville wins out, if Louisville wins out, they're in the ACC championship. Talk about Blue interesting.
1: Was a, Blue was a 20 was a half point favorite.
0: I mean, Malik Watson could go crazy. Hey, they're up seven or nothing in the second quarter right now. Got sleeping on Plumber. <laughs> he's got he's got seventy yards almost at halftime. Virginia. Speaking of this interesting ass game, Virginia almost Virginia beat North Carolina. They beat North Carolina, a top ten team who had a direct path to the college football playoff and the ACC championship. But no, Virginia wrecked all their dreams, and they also almost beat Miami, and it took overtime for Miami to beat them. So, before you speak badly on Virginia, just remember that. What part of the I don't see. It. I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. That he's just a he can sling that one. But besides that, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't been great this season. But North Carolina, they've struggled all around him, defensive-wise, everything. But he has not been as good as he was last year, this year. Uh, an- another, a more interesting game, obviously, Arizona. Six and three, Arizona at Colorado. Colorado's four and five. They need to win two out of the next three to become bowl eligible, and that includes at Washington State and at Utah. So this is a huge one for Colorado. 'Cause they're not winning the two next two games.
1: They ain't winning this game either. No, now, I don't think so. Fafita's gonna go crazy and Justin
2: inflows in the
0: fourth length. He the Fafita is gonna go crazy. Right yeah. now, at five games he started, he's three and two with two tough losses over Washington and USC, two hundred and ninety yards a game, three touchdowns, and only four interceptions in those five ball games. He's got fourteen touchdowns in those five games. Man, he's a true ball. freshman. He's a true freshman. Football too. Yep. Shadur on the other side has he has been insane. I hate it because Colorado has been so bad lately that his numbers and him just go under the rug. Because man, he has been phenomenal. Almost three thousand yards in nine games. Twenty four touchdowns. Three interceptions. And he's been sacked forty five times. That would
2: probably have four thousand yards. In one side.
0: It's it's insane. He's got negative rushing yards in six of nine games.
1: Hey, I'll be right back. Y'all keep talking.
0: Carter, who's got the worst O-line? Colorado, South Carolina, A&M, or Arkansas?
2: It's Colorado, bro.
0: <laughs> They're, they are so bad. It's
2: terrible. They can pretend me and I. school. <laughs>
0: Uh, Arizona, they have a path to the Pac-12 championship, but it's very, very unlikely. Uh, Let me see their next three games. This is bad podcasting. I didn't have their three games up. They have versus Utah next week and then at Arizona State. So that Utah game next week is going to be tough, but they should win this game and at Arizona State. So looking at eight and four, could be nine and three with a Utah win.
2: Yeah, I just – I don't – I don't think – I think Toronto may maybe Arizona's
0: last win. Okay, okay, you think so? You think they going to Arizona State, they'll lose? Yeah, I do. Arizona State – just... uh, Yeah, yeah, for State, yeah, it is. Yeah, and so, right. Arizona State looked good against Washington State last week, and I, or two weeks ago, but they, they got blown out 55-3 to three to Utah last week, too.
2: Utah's really good, actually.
0: They, they can be. They just don't have any offense, but they put up 55 on freaking Arizona mean,
2: State. They, they ran the Pac-12 the past two years.
0: Yeah, and, and this year, I mean, it's, not, it's no knock to them or anything, but they don't have their starting quarterback. They don't have Cam Rising. So for them I mean, to even be having the season they're having, without I really him, don't is think they would have phenomenal. To a
2: different series, season with him to be honest.
0: Let's see, so they have lost to Oregon, and who else did they lose to? Or, or um, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. I, I think they probably they could. It could be a closer game with Oregon State. They, they only put up seven rising points against there. Oregon State
2: with they're Rising in there. Really I believe cool.
0: so. I believe so. But the Pac-12, I talked about it before the season. This this conference has been awesome, and it, it lived up to the hype, man.
2: Yeah, the Pac- I think the Pac-12 is – I mean, they won't, it won't be as good next year because all the teams move to the Big 12, but
0: – How crazy is that? So many are going to the ACC, the big team. How do you think Colorado is going to fare in the
2: Big 12? Do you think they'll win more games or do you think they'll be the <laughs> I don't – right
0: yeah, and that's that's really surprising to me. That really is, especially out of the start. But um, yeah. I I think they will be better. Obviously, all they needed was so all they need was some offensive lineman and some defensive lineman depth. That's that's pretty much it. And the secondary on defensive is not very good. But when he gets those recruits in, man, and plus out of the Big Twelve, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. So yeah, they may it could it, be.
2: Actually.
0: I mean, they could in a few years for sure. Shadur is coming back. Uh, Travis Hunter will still be there. Armani McLean might get some minutes. Is he? Armani McLean yeah. might. I know he's had some a rough season, like just politically, but I mean on the field, actually, maybe he can come back
2: and <clears throat> be good for him. The, the only thing I will say, no matter what conference they don't get a line, it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't. But I think after this season, I think linemen and defensive linemen will want to go to Colorado. Obviously, Deion Sanders didn't have a lot of time to recruit uh, a lineman, and defensive lineman like he did the secondary and like um, like he did quarterbacks and running backs and weapons and stuff. But when he gets some he gets some big boys there, man, they're going, they're going to be legit.
2: This is – I don't know. When, when you look at – when you think linemen, all the big-name linemen, they're going to battle. Yeah, they're going to, yeah, they're going,
0: they're going to south, southern teams for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. But when you really look at Colorado's start, was it really that good of a start considering what TCU is now? in
0: Exactly, exactly. That's what that's what's crazy to think about in hindsight. Just TCU, we'll talk about them later on, but they're four and five right now. Nebraska is fighting for bowl eligibility. And um, it's just Colorado State's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but we knew that even in week three, we knew Colorado State was bad.
2: Yeah, I mean TCU they came in number seventeen, like, and it's probably a lot beat them by three. I mean, but they're both four and five right now.
0: And that was the only reason they were number seventeen is because they were coming off a national title appearance. They just they weren't bringing back anybody almost. Yeah. Yeah, TCU's been pretty disappointing this season.
2: Yeah, I'm, i expected more from Chandler Morris, but I mean, I guess that was just, I, you
0: know. Yeah, you know he uh, he started last year for them that first game until. Uh, what's his name? Max Duggan came in. Yeah, I think Max. I think he got hurt. Max Duggan. Max Duggan came in. Do you
2: think they still the, um, they, they go as
0: far as they do with Chalamet? No, I. This is stupid to say because it'll never happen again. But I, they were in so many close games last year that, I mean, it was it wasn't luck because they were a great team. They were a great team. They that's they won so many close games. But looking back on it, I don't even think they go to the Big Twelve championship. If the if the same team comes back, I don't I don't think so, man. I know that's crazy to say because they were they were phenomenal, but they just had up. so they many close up. games. It seems like it. It seems, like, and that's no hate on TCU. I loved watching them, but man, yeah. there were so many close games. Even the bad teams that were close games.
2: So uh, how big how big of a shocker has
0: been to you this year, man? To me, really, besides the LSU win. I wouldn't say they've been too shocking. Like, if you would have told me they're seven and two right now, I would be, I would be like pretty, pretty. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, I could have predicted that. I could have predicted their only losses being to Alabama and LSU. But beating LSU and being eight and one right now is is um, it is surprising to me. And so I'm, I'm happy as hell for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. I hope, I hope they do it this weekend, man. I would holy love to see holy. them beat Georgia.
2: I almost want to put money on that. Oh my gosh! Is that your lock of the oh, week? Is that gonna be your lock of the week? We'll talk about that later. But, <laughs> but I seriously want to put money on that Old Miss. <laughs> I'm really gonna really be on
0: Jackson. Dude, I've I've been loving. It. I got his stats here. I'm yeah. gonna talk about in a, another conversation. Be <clears throat> hey, I did at the start of the season. I did. I did. Jace Carter's about to what put up? money that old Miss wins. What game are we on? Ole Miss Georgia? No, we're we're oh, just we're, we're still talking. Oh. But yeah, Carter's about to put money on that Ole Miss wins. Yeah, boy. They're how much, Jace, how much money would you give up to see that? Or do you would you even do that at all?
1: I'd like to see it, but I don't care about either one of the teams enough to put money online.
0: I'd give up 50 bucks for it if I, would, if I knew Ole Miss I would is. It. I'd do it. All right. So we talked about Noah defeated Jace. We talked about Shadur Sanders. Who has – oh, I need to ask you this question. Who has the worst O-line, Colorado or South Carolina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or Arkansas. Colorado. Yeah, yeah. shadur has so been sacked uh, 45 times.
2: Yeah, I think South Carolina has a better season or record right now. And the lines better?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it has got to improve some. Absolutely. Because yeah. Radler, even behind a terrible line, he's been really good. So, I definitely think so. And they, were, yeah, they have been in some know. really close games. Hey, hey, hey. The <laughs> before the season rankings don't mean anything. But I was i was proved wrong. I was proved wrong. But that was my – we'll get to that later. That was my damn offensive coordinator is why KJ's been so bad. Let's get that out there right now. KJ's not a quarterback. Huh. Oh, my God.
1: It's a no-star uh, playing quarterback.
0: Oh, yeah. my God! It's that boy is taking him. Y'all just wait till he comes back next year. Y'all, that's going to be a problem. Let's move on to Oklahoma State's at UCF. If Oklahoma wins out, they are going to the Big 12 championship. Uh, stat for you UCF allows 124 rushing yards a game, which is 41st in the country. Ollie Gordon, since Oklahoma State found out whoever the hell Ollie Gordon is, he's averaged 186 yards a game, seven yards a carry and almost two touchdowns a game.
1: Yeah.
2: That was a bad thing. Yeah,
1: I think it'll be
0: another good game for him. I think so, too.
2: I think I think he's going to go crazy on
0: UCF's defense. I do. You know, UC, Uh, Ollie Gordon uh, was held sort of in check by Oklahoma last week. I was pretty impressed with Oklahoma's run defense. He had that one big gash for, like, 40 yards, I want to say. But other than that, he didn't have, uh, like, a monumental game. So, why was
2: he sitting in
0: the first three games? I have no idea. He got two or three carries a game the first three games. And him getting 20, 25 carries a game has turned their season around. I mean, they're about to be in the Big 12 championship, man. This Let's go to the move on to the next game. This game is not interesting whatsoever, but it's a funny-ass stat about it. Rutgers at Iowa. Iowa somehow is 7-2 because all they do is defend and that's it. This game... As a as historically, let me say that correctly. Historically, over under of twenty eight points total in this ball game. It's historic. It's one of the. Uh, it's the lowest uh, over under in sports book history. Iowa is averaging thirteen and a half points on offense against conference play this year. Rutgers is averaging twenty one points on on offense against conference play this year. Yeah, leap. I'm
1: waiting on this game. <laughs> I don't even get my, my how prediction right. How- what, what's your prediction? 6-3 Rutgers.
2: <laughs> I don't know how true this stabbing is or whatever yeah. you want to call it, but I think Rutgers have a 19-goal home-moving streak to Big Ten opponents.
0: Really? That's t- that is tough, man. Greg Schiano got this team playing right, though. They're already bowl-eligible, Carter. Yeah. They are going to get the win, to be honest. I would love to see that happen. I just can't stand Iowa. I hope they're not in the Big Ten Championship. But it's they shouldn't be in the Big Ten Championship. They really shouldn't be. It should be illegal.
2: It should be illegal.
0: <laughs> what <Well>, Michigan do, <doing laughs> should be illegal. Ah, that shit is illegal. <laughs> 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 Number seven, Texas travels to TCU. Last year, TCU won this game 17-10, and it was a monumental win for TCU on their way to a college football playoff appearance. Jace, you remember last year, TCU was like 7 or 8-0, and zero, and we figured that they would have to play Texas in the Big 12 championship, so we thought that they would lose at least one of the two games they play against Texas. Yeah. You remember that at all? Yep. And... Look, I mean, they didn't have to play Texas in the Big 12 Championship. Texas just squandered that whole opportunity. But mm-hmm. TCU, their L's this year have been Colorado, West Virginia, Iowa State. Then I kind of thought they got it together. They beat a pretty good BYU team, a BYU team that beat Arkansas uh, 44-11, to and then uh, lost to Kansas State 41-3 to the next week, and then last week lost to Texas State. What the hell is so funny, Carter?
2: Nothing, man. Arkansas is so terrible, dude. All
0: right, all right. This ain't an Arkansas podcast. Talk, let's talk about Texas and TCU.
2: Well, my prediction, let's Texas TCU game is Texas wins. <laughs> Queen Ewers re his shoulder. Archman oh comes in, throw three of them, and they win.
0: Oh, God. Okay. What about Malik Murphy?
2: Well, he had a fifty one completion percentage last week and almost cost him the game. So I don't think it's yes, more no matter
0: what. <laughs> <laughs> it's either it's either you or it's either a banged up Ewers or, or archmanic at this point. Yep.
1: <laughs> um, this is a uh, go ahead. This is this is a Josh Pate special game. This is TCU Super Bowl.
2: The Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: uh, I, this is a TCU team that can keep things exciting. If given the opportunity, so yeah, with, that, with that said, I think Texas wins, but I think it's too close for comfort for Sark. i say say 28-20. twenty. Okay.
0: That's been like the last three weeks for Sark. Yeah. <laughs> you all think about Te- the coach. I I mean I think he's been he's been at Texas what three years now, this is his third yeah. year. I mean he's got him number seven. So I I think he's got a lot of positives coming his way. He. I think he will be good for them. I mean, we'll see if he ever wins a big one. But I mean, it's only three years in. I gotta, I gotta give him some time beforehand. But yeah, I got Texas winning this game. I don't really think it's gonna be close. But that TCU environment can be, it can be tough on teams. Moving on to the Big Ten, uh, another uninteresting Big Ten game: Maryland at Nebraska. The only reason I bring this up is because Nebraska squandered a first-year Matt Rule bowl. Um, Bowl uh what I want to say? Appearance and because last week they lost to Michigan State. Now they have Maryland at Wisconsin and Iowa. And they have not been to a bowl game since 2016. Do they get into a bowl game this year? They only no. need
2: they only need one more. No. Their their quarterback play is Dimity like.
0: Oh, it's terrible. It is hor- it's so tough to watch. I ain't watched a Nebraska game live since Colorado.
2: Yeah, that, their quarterback
0: play is just god awful. But this will be the seventh year in a row, maybe eighth year in a row. I got to do math. That Nebraska has not been to a bowl game if they don't win one of the next three. No.
2: I think they get
1: win. I think I, th- I think they get they get in after Maryland. Maryland's pretty bad.
0: And they had, and they started off so good. It's what's annoying. Maryland. Yeah, Ohio
2: State man. lost. It was over with for them.
0: Exactly, man. Exactly. I was high on them. I thought. I thought they might have upset Ohio State, and they looked. Yeah, they looked good then. for a half against them. They were. Up, yeah. They were up seventeen to ten at halftime. So time. last one of the interesting games before we get into the previews and predictions. Auburn, five and four. Auburn at Arkansas. Well, this game is not interesting for ninety nine percent of people, but it is to me. We got. We got three games to win out and make a bowl game. Auburn comes to us, FIU comes to us, and Missouri comes to us. Y'all do what is y'all's
2: FIU game?
0: <laughs> What's y'all's chances we make a bowl game? Zero.
1: Say about fifty-seven. Really? I say y'all beat Auburn. It'll be a low-scoring, defensive battle game, but I don't think that. Auburn can move against y'all's defense very well. It'd be like twenty-one ten, something like that. And FIU, God, if y'all lose FIU,
2: oh, they're bound to lose FIU. How is man. FIU this year? It doesn't matter. It's just it's just those those teams like that y'all always end up losing to Liberty, BYU, yeah. FIU is going to happen.
0: We'll see, man. I think if we win these, this is just me being a stupid fan, probably. But if we win this Auburn game. We win this FIU game, and we have bowl eligibility on the line against Missouri. That place might be rocking.
1: Yeah, uh, if if y'all have that on the line, I think you only lose by like 21. Yeah, it could be
2: a close
0: one. A close one. All right. All right. Missouri has owned us since they came to the SEC. Let's get into the game previews and predictions. 11 a.m. kickoff, big noon kickoff. Gus Johnson, Joe Klatt, Jace's favorite commentator. Number three, Michigan. At number 10, Penn State. 11 a.m., Michigan's picked by four and a half. Jace, talk about your favorite team. Oh, God, man.
1: The Nittany Lions, huh? So, (laughs) they're coming off the best game they've had all year. Drew Aller had his best game all year against a horrible Maryland team. But I just don't see it happening against Michigan's defense. Fun fact, these are this is the number one and number two ranked total defenses in the country playing against each other.
0: Did not know that. Yep. That'll be fun exactly. for an all-state yeah. linebacker to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: A, so Michigan's defense is only long, allowing 6.7 points per game and 140 passing yards a game. Go. yeah. I mean, look at the damn competition. Don't give me that. Yeah, that is true. But one of the biggest things that could be a part of this game is that how tested Penn State is. Michigan has no yeah. idea how they play against the wall, like, at all. Yeah.
0: It's true. It's true. Carter, what you got to say about this one? I think Penn State
2: wins and J.J. McCarthy gets exposed.
0: Oh, man. Man, we've been waiting on it. We've been waiting on it. Why are we such a Big Ten haters in this podcast, man? Uh, who we likes don't play Big nobody. They, don't. they just don't. They just don't. So I have Michigan winning 23 to 17, but I'm very close to picking Penn State. If this is a Penn State wideout, Penn State wins 52 to 7, probably. But because of the 11 a.m. kickoff, I'm going to say Michigan comes in. It's a really, really close game all the way through. And Michigan just pulls it off 23 to 17. You know, if Penn State wins this game, and Michigan beats Ohio State, just so Penn State wins. Michigan beats Ohio State the last week of the season. As of right now, it's a stupid rule based on their opponent's conference record. Penn State goes to the Big Ten Championship. So they need this They need this game and Michigan to beat Ohio State. That's it. And they're in the Big Ten Championship in prime position for a college football playoff because they're not losing to a Minnesota, Wisconsin, or an Iowa. Yeah. Even though they almost think, lost to Indiana two weeks ago. I think it's a really low-scoring game. I think so
1: too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say like I'm gonna say twenty four twenty one Michigan. I don't think Blake Quorum okay. has a good game. He's a top ten uh, Penn State rush defense. I think he gets put on McCarthy's shoulders and he does just enough to win. Yeah.
2: Carter, I like I'm your crazy. Penn State pick. I don't believe McCarthy, man.
0: I don't, I, don't either. Either. I don't either. He's on he's on some people's husband list, you know that? Yeah, he needs to get off of them. That's man, that's so tough to say. I know that's—I say that every podcast, but I cannot stand that. (laughs) What voter has him in their Heisman list? It's just—it's crazy. I mean, and he could be in it after like a dominant win against Penn State, a really good win against Ohio State. I mean, he could be there, but right now, there's no reason to put him in the top 20.
2: So, when we say this about any other quarterback playing in the Big Ten, like say, say though Caleb Williams in the Big Ten, are we still saying the same thing about him?
0: No, I don't. I don't think so because of his play style. And I mean, I know it's the Pac-12, and some defenses are really suspect. And Big Ten defenses are pretty good most of the time. I still think we have Caleb Williams in the Heisman conversation because of the, because of his play style.
2: So do you put Jaden Daniels still in the Heisman conversation
0: And even playing for a Big Ten? I would. I would think so. I really do. Because Kyle McCord's, I mean, could be in my top ten if I made a top ten. He would be probably in my top 10. And that has nothing to do with Big 10 at all. It's just the way I mean, he's been he's been really good in big games. I mean, he got Marvin Harrison Jr. Exactly. That's the thing too. He also I mean, has a great I mean, running back, a great defense. He, I mean, it's tough to it's tough to say good quarterbacks in the Big 10. So, Jace, I mean, Jace picked Michigan, I picked Michigan, Carter picked Penn State. Let's move on to Alabama. Travels to Kentucky. Number eight ranked Alabama travels to Kentucky for an 11 a.m. kickoff. The last time Alabama played Kentucky, it was 2020. It was 2020, COVID year. Alabama won 63 to three. I think they will the
2: same thing again this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, before, before life I don't. I don't know why Alabama fans
1: are even worried about this game. Yeah, I do think you. that Miro. Miro takes a break from running and starts throwing the deep ball again. Joe Milton, you know, 0.0. Leary but struggles as always. I got can, Bama
0: 37 14. Leary turned a corner against that Tennessee defense. Then last week against Mississippi State. I don't say he turned a corner.
2: <laughs> he got in the corner,
0: didn't he? <laughs> he put it in drive. Um,. Vama, they have this game, they have Chattanooga, they have Auburn. If they lose to Kentucky and Auburn, they're out of the SEC championship. If they lose – if I mean, if they win one of those games, they're in the SEC championship. Yeah, they're going to solidify
1: that.
0: They're picked by 11, and they have not been very good on the road uh, last year and two years ago with Bryce Young and last year. they just They're not very good road teams, so we'll see how it goes but I think Alabama does win decisively. I'd say like 34 to 14. Miami at Florida State. Uh, about three or four weeks ago, I thought this would be a monumental game for the ACC. Then Miami did chose to not kneel the ball when all they had to do was kneel it. Then they got ran out the building by a North Carolina team, and then uh, they lost to – who did they lose to two weeks ago? Oh, Miami. Miami, they lost to NC State uh, last week, 20 to 6. They put up six points against NC State, the basketball school NC State. It's coming off a really bad loss. <laughs> really bad. Probably their worst of the season. Probably their worst of the season. I know North Carolina was a blowout, but they put up six points last week.
1: Yeah, Tyler Van Dyke threw three interceptions. Man, it's a fun game if you're a Floridian. 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 Um, Florida State's averaging almost 40 points a game, and I expect them to keep on rolling. But I think that Miami can potentially keep up with them or maybe get off to a good start because Florida State's been starting off pretty slow this year. And there's a, a potential of them being up like 21-3, 21-7 at half. Eventually, playing like that is going to catch up with Florida State.
0: I think there is a potential for that, but I think – I think Miami just kind of con- I mean I think Florida State just kind of controls this game. Uh this was going to be one of my upsets of the week but after that performance last week I can't I can't kick Miami to do almost anything. Florida State won this game 45 to 3 last year at Miami and I think Florida State will win this. Uh I'd say I'd say a little closer. 35-21, something like that. To me, Jordan Travis might be the most underrated quarterback in the country. <laughs> This year, he's got 19 touchdowns and two interceptions. Also, seven touchdowns running, 2,500 yards.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely good. Um, I have a question: Can Tyler Van Dyke put the game on his shoulders and go head to head with Jordan Travis? I think he can. No. I think I think he can. So for them to win, he'd have to he'd have to play similar to how Kate Klubnik played against Florida State. He'd yeah. have to go blow for blow with Jordan Travis. But I don't think he can do it. I'm going to say Florida State at forty one thirty.
0: Remember Florida I mean, Florida State was a defensive touchdown away from losing to Clemson. So I mean it's yeah. just it's just one play changes that for everything. Miami beat Clemson. I know that really doesn't mean anything on paper, but I think Tyler Van Dyke can go, I mean, offense to offense, pass to pass with Jordan Travis. He did it against AM, which Florida State has a better secondary than a and I want to say that as well. But he has flashes of doing that. But I don't think he will this weekend. Building. Big game in the Pac-12. Number 18, Utah travels to number five, Washington. Washington's picked by nine and a half points.
2: We got getting... I got
1: Utah some... Okay. upset. Okay. Got some... got some numbers still out at you. All right. Hold on, I got to find them. Appreciate that. Oh, okay. Oh hot Oh so, the Mississippi State Hall of Fame transfer, Dylan Johnson, isn't gonna go off in five yards as easy as he did against USC. So the U.S. have a number five ranked rush defense in the nation. Which is huge for them.
0: Um uh, what else?
1: So they have a top ten total defense.
0: That's and... the only reason they are seven and two. Just remember that. That's the only reason. This team just does not score the ball well, but they put up 34 on USC to win the ballgame. <laughs> and Br- Bryson Barnes can
1: get going against this Washington defense. They're ranked 99. He can. To yeah.
0: he can. Not a good
1: yeah. why- over Yeah,
2: that's why I got Utah winning the game because Washington defense is tough
1: to me. We We have no reason to doubt Penix and the Washington offenses. Yeah. I mean, they- they've they made it happen all year long. But I think the, the biggest difference is going to be, like, a late turnover, a pick six, something like that. Because the Utes have the ninth-ranked scoring defense in the country. And give me the Utes 33-31. Both of y'all picking Utah? Yeah, I, yeah,
2: like Utah it because,
0: winning, man. I like it because, like, like you said, Dylan Johnson had 256 yards rushing last week against a bad USC defense. But Utah is not going to allow that. He might get 100, 150. Michael Penix Jr. will have to prove he's number one in Heisman this week, and I think he does that. I really think he does that. I don't think Utah can keep up with this Washington offense, even if it's 31 points, even if it's 35 points, even with a bad Washington secondary. But I think Washington gets it done uh, 31 to 27. I think it's going to be really close, and I don't think Washington covers. Washington has to go on the road next week, to Oregon State, which is a huge spot for Oregon State. They're really they're still trying for uh, Pac-12 championship um uh, hopes at Oregon State. And then the next week they have Washington State. So tough two games for Washington. But if they get it if they get it done, man, they are they are in prime position to go to the college football playoffs. Do
2: y'all think Dabo gave um the quarterback the wrong quarterback a chance? With DJ and Club
0: Nick. D- <laughs> yeah.
2: Thanks, DJ just bro. struggled
0: so much at Clemson, though. And it might not have been his fault because what he's doing at Oregon State is phenomenal. So yeah. who knows, man? Uh, you
1: take the right person of a bad situation, they could be so much better.
0: I mean, you DJ see what Kate Club Nick doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jay Daniels. Jake uh, Daniels. Bo Nicks was horrible
0: at Auburn to me.
2: He was terrible. i am not want him to come to Oregon, to be
0: honest. Great it's just, it is crazy how that <laughs> turns out. But this is a huge game for the Pac-12. I think right now, besides Oregon, this is probably Washington's toughest test. Even though they've had a few tough tests these past two or three weeks, they've made tough and shouldn't have been. But this is a tough test for Washington. If this was at Utah, I'd probably pick Utah, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, come on, Cam. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna let y'all talk me into it, man. Well
2: you gotta look from the logic sometimes,
0: Ras. Sometimes. Sometimes you do, but not in this one. I think Washington gets it done. And Michael Penix Jr. shows he's the best quarterback in the country. You think he's gonna uh, fit in the NFL well? I don't know. I haven't seen him on draft boards at all. It's kinda of weird. Dude, a, I don't I don't know yeah. who he can go to. Somebody needs quarterback. Another big SEC weekend, number 13 Tennessee travels to Missouri, Missouri number 14. They're both fighting for second place in the East. Tennessee is fighting for a shot to win the SEC East and go to the SEC Championship. They are the biggest Lane Kiffin fans in the world right now and this week. If Tennessee wins out, which means beating Georgia next week and Georgia loses to Ole Miss, they are in the SEC Championship.
1: This really stacks always, up bad for Mizzou. Tennessee's coming off a cupcake game where everybody got their reps, everybody got time to get good. Mizzou's coming even off. Even Nico, real,
0: even even man. Nico.
1: Mizzou's coming off a really emotional Georgia loss. It's tough. Both these coaches have something to prove. Um even Luther Burden's got something to prove in that loss. He didn't really did do much nothing. I think he does show up. For the fans in Columbia, and without much confidence, I'm going to say Mizzou
0: 33
2: I'm going to go with Mizzou as well because I think Joe Milton he's too
0: inconsistent. He is. He is that. Tennessee fans believe they have Joe Mentum right now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that on a podcast earlier, and I had to say that. Um, Man, I don't want to all three pick Missouri because... I want Missouri to win, so that could be bad luck. Last year, Tennessee won this game sixty-six to twenty-four. In twenty twenty-one, they won sixty-two to twenty-four. So Josh Heupel's been kicking its ass, boys. But... Golly, I mean that's insane. Are you picking Thrash? Mm. I'm gonna say Tennessee in <laughs> overtime. Thirty-three to thirty, just because I want Missouri to win, and I don't old think us old. three, I don't, yeah, I don't think us three picking Missouri is going to be very good for Missouri. But I think Luther Burden has a breakout game again. Uh, but that Tennessee run, man, I know Missouri stopped the run pretty good against Georgia, but Tennessee's run I think gets it done, and they win thirty-three to thirty in overtime. But I, I hate that though, because I want Missouri to win. A lot of fans are going to be disappointed with nine and three. I know it's crazy to say is Missouri, but I mean, starting off seven and one, and then thinking nine and three, they would be a little pissed off about that. Uh, we're really, really eight and four when they get to Arkansas. I'm going to be they're sick of dude. They they really might, they might rest them for the bowl game. Yeah, <laughs> biggest game of the day, number nine, Ole Miss, eight and one versus number two. Georgia, nine and This is a night game, which sucks for Ole Miss. Georgia doesn't get very many night games. They've got one against Kentucky earlier this year and beat the living hell out of Kentucky. Georgia's picked by 10.5, so that means odds makers are respecting Ole Miss, especially compared to other teams. But Ole Miss, they don't really, they don't have a shot at all to go to the SEC Championship unless Alabama loses to Kentucky and Auburn. But that's not that's not really a shot to me. But if they win this game, they are in position for the playoff committee to at least take a second look at them when it comes down to it.
2: I think Kiffin gets gets a signature win over Georgia.
0: Damn, that's an upset guy right there. Carter, you are an upset guy tonight.
1: Um, The biggest question I have is, can Lane Kiffin make the right decisions in this game? You can't go for it every fourth down against Georgia. You can't -hmm. leave points on the board by going for it and not kicking the
0: field goals. He is going to do it. He is going it. to do that. And, uh, Georgia,
2: can get it done.
1: Georgia's facing a similar team in Ole Miss that they kind of struggled against in uh, Mizzou. I think Ole Miss is just kind of a better version than Mizzou. Uh, they both have good quarterbacks. They both have good receivers, and they both have good running backs. But Ole Miss kind of has the better of each except for Luther Burden.
0: Yes, yeah, but man, they do have Trey Harris and Trey Harris has been a stud. They have Wade they I mean they have some weapons. Did y'all see those one handed catches by Trey Harris last week? I know we didn't talk really talk about them Tuesday or Monday, but that man had two or three out of bounds one handed catches that were just ridiculous, so for this game i think I think it is close, I really do, even with the night game in Georgia, I think Georgia wins. I think it's gonna be pretty high scoring I'd say thirty. 38-34, Georgia wins this game. I think Carson Beck proves again that he is one of the best quarterbacks in college football, and that's crazy to say looking back at it. Um, this game was played in 2016, where Ole Miss won 45-14. This is the last time Ole Miss and Georgia met.
1: I think the game's going to go more of Georgia's offense starting the slow, and kind of getting all in later in the game and being unstoppable. And we've said it all season – Kirby's going to get his guys ready. Don't doubt him. I'm going to go dogs 38
0: 31. And Carter's picking the upset. Yeah. He's going with get Kiffin getting that signature win. Dude, I'd love to see. The basketball game that turned into a football game this year Duke 6 and 3 at number 24, North Carolina. North Carolina's picked by 14 and a half points. Riley Leonard, if he's healthy, I think he's healthy, but I don't know if he's 100%. Riley Leonard versus Drake May. UNC won this game 38-35 to 35 last year. Carter said it best. Drake, Drake May hasn't lived up to the hype this year at all. Nope, I don't think so
1: either. North Carolina very questionable this season, too. And we've seen Duke look pretty good against some teams. Um, Duke, I mean, uh, Notre Dame, they should have won that game. So, I don't know.
0: I'm going to say Duke gets it done 20-17. to 17. That Duke defense is pretty good, but they've been they've been pretty bad as of late. They lost really bad to Louisville. They lost pretty bad in the fourth quarter to Florida State, and they squeaked out a win against a, an okay Wake Forest team last week. I got Duke winning uh twenty seven to twenty four in this ballgame. I think Riley Leonard plays and I think he is good. Riley Leonard is good. Um we saw what he could do against Clemson earlier this year, and he had a really good game against Florida State until he got hurt. So I think, I think Duke does pull it out. Carter, what you got?
2: Uh, I got USC, UNC winning
0: twenty-one fourteen. 14 Duke has Virginia and Pitt to close out the season. North Carolina has Clemson next week and a rivalry game against NC State. But UNC, I don't believe, can make it to the ACC championship unless a lot of things work out in their favor, like Louisville losing and things like that. Uh the next game, another big Pac-12 champion, uh Pac-Twelve game, excuse me, USC, six and three. They've been on a losing streak lately. They um play they're playing Oregon and an eight and one Oregon team. Oregon's picked by 15 points. So
1: there's only a few things you need to know about this game. Uh number one, 10th year senior Bo Nix is leading this Oregon offense to five hundred and thirty-nine yards a game and 47 points a game. And USC uh, has the 120th ranked defense
0: in the nation. I'm going floor,
1: Alex, or Oregon big, 52-24.
0: Alex Grinch is gone, Jace. Alex Grinch is gone. It don't matter. Uh, Lincoln Riley can come out there and play better defense with Alex Grinch. Gone. Lincoln Riley has a really good track
1: history of having good defenses. He really does.
0: Seriously. Yeah. All the way back I mean, to Kyler I mean, Murray and yeah. all that. I'm sure he'll find a high quality coach. Yeah, I don't think Oregon holds them to 24 points. I really don't. Oregon have a pretty good defense, man. They definitely do. They definitely do. I just don't. I just don't see it happening. Notre Dame held USC to 20 points though, so that's something to keep in mind. I got Oregon 52 to 31 in this ball game. They're picked by 15. I don't think that'll be my lock of the week, but we'll see. What you got in this one, Carter? Your team. Yeah. Your team. What are they going to do?
2: I got Oregon
0: dropping another sixty. Sheesh! They can do it.
2: I'm going 63.
0: Um, next game, another big SEC game. Florida five and four, going to LSU six and three. LSU's picked by fourteen and a half points. I think
1: we get another shootout-style game. Um, Florida's probably going to have success against his defense, like everybody else has. Um, I think it's going to come down to Malik Neighbors and Logan Diggs um, taking the pressure off Jaden Daniels. We might even see Nuss if Jaden Daniels gets laid out again, like he always does. Pretty usual, but um, yeah. Um, I actually think Harold Perkins has a big game, and he gets a really clutch turnover. Okay. And uh, hold on, Frank. In my prediction, get it back.
2: All y'all need to know in this game is the landmarks. Oh my
0: gosh!
2: You saw what he did. Ricky picks all the landmarks. Are gonna be Mahomes and Kelsey.
0: Oh my gosh! You saw what he did last week against them homes, boy. It was too early. Too early. <laughs> it, it was, was an eleven a.m. kickoff. Yeah, you put, put that game
2: at night in the swamp. It's over. with
0: What's this man doing?
2: <laughs> go Tigers! Uh, go Tigers! Go Tigers, man! Oh
0: man, Florida is five and four at the moment. Jace, they have this game at Mizzou, and then home versus Florida State. They need one more win. Do they? Do they make a bowl game? <laughs> Remember, this team was 5-2 and two three weeks ago. I don't want to ruin uh, my predictions
1: for the next couple weeks, but I think they'll make a bowl game, but it's not going to be this week. Oh, okay. Carter,
0: what you so, say?
2: Like I said, all you need to know is Graham Mertz and Ricky Pilsall.
0: Oh, going, you're picking them to win this. I'm
2: going to the Gators, boy.
0: <laughs> I can't see them winning this game. I can't see them winning next week, and I damn sure can't see them winning. At home against Florida State. So, I think Billy Napier is going 5-7 and seven this year. Bye, After starting off 5-2, and two, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. See? Uh, next year. If they have a bad season next year, this recruiting class is supposed to be phenomenal, but they don't really matter. They're supposed to be bringing in a five-star quarterback. I name's Graham too. Oh, now. No, they wouldn't pay the one they brought in last year. Now he's at Arizona. Brought in Graham Mertz. you got to be kidding me. Graham Mertz probably got paid 20 bucks to take a guess for the trip.
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> $20 bucks to pay. That was big and to play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but he has been phenomenal. I can't hate on Graham Mertz, man. He has had a really good season. I had that man number 14 in my <laughs> SEC <season> quarterback rankings. <race. laughs> I don't him. know if he's that low. I mean, he, yeah, I'd say that probably this year.
2: He's
0: not big with in anymore, are you? Man, I, I just can't be after this year, man. But we'll see you next year. Transfer. LSU wins this ball game. He's not transferring. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't put that in there. I heard on a podcast that I heard on a podcast that Auburn and Arkansas are playing for whoever gets KJ next year. <laughs> <laughs> You know how
2: pissed off I'd be, man. It's the KJ Bowl. This,
0: this is the KJ Bowl. If, all right, guys. Down to our questions. If money, time, or place was not an issue, what game would you be at on Saturday? Penn State just for the environment. I'm going to Ole Miss in Georgia. Now I don't know what game to do. I can't be. I can't be the same as y'all you know what I think I'm going to take Miami at Florida State I think that environment will be rocking I don't know if this is a night game or not but I think the battle of the Florida teams what player are y'all most excited to watch for the weekend
1: Jackson Dart he used to to live on his pod and he's got time
2: Jackson Dart for sure
0: you're gonna have two of the same. Yeah,
2: Jackson man. I'm really happy with Jackson Dart. He's a
0: baller. I am too. He's been phenomenal this season. He's been so good for Ole Miss.
1: The only thing My, that irritates
0: me about Jackson Dart is that uh,
1: you can tell that he probably went to a private school. His parents probably make like six figures a
0: year. Uh, he's
2: definitely one of, those, one of those snobby kids.
0: Ole uh, Miss seems like up. they always have snobby kids. He's come up sore. It's not going to be very cool. Like, yeah, Matt Corral. Yeah, Bo Wallace. It just yeah. seems that like poor, so. That form uh, money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, so I'm most excited for Michael Penix Jr., man. I guess that Utah defense, I think it'll be a very fun watch, and I'm, I'm pretty excited for that ballgame. What team – this is probably an easy one. What team has the most approved this weekend? Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to go on the other side of the field and say Penn State. I got to agree with Carter. I'm I'm ready for Michigan to actually play a team with the heartbeat. Yeah, for you sure. know how
1: hard it is to uh, keep these headphones on my head? With that oh. hat? I ain't taking a hat off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carter, you. You named about four of these. What is your upset of the week? Biggest upset?
2: That I'm like if you're going with it.
0: Yes, that if you were betting money on what would it be?
2: Utah
0: I think if I was betting money, I'd take Penn State. I'd take Penn State over Michigan. I really would. I can't see Ole Miss beating Georgia. And I think Washington's gonna have a really good day against Utah. <laughs> I kinda
2: <gotta> feel, like <laughs> feel like everybody I kind feel like everybody Penn State to beat,
0: to beat Michigan. You think? I don't think a lot of people do, really. I think people are tired of Penn State even being in that conversation just because they lose to Michigan and Ohio State every year, it seems like. Uh, I didn't even ask y'all this. What is y'all's lock of the week with the big games? I told y'all the spreads. What is y'all's lock of the week? By What's that, 15? Okay. And You really think that's going to be a blowout? I think it could be.
2: And Carter, what's yours? The UNC at Duke.
0: Okay. I mean, Duke at UNC, sorry. Duke of UNC. What's that spread? UNC 14 uh, and a half. You think, okay, you think Duke's going to cover? Yeah. I think that's a good pick. I really do. Because I picked Duke to win the ball game. That's a, that is a good pick. <clears throat> Mine is Alabama. I think they beat the uh, hell out of Kentucky, to be honest with you. The spread is 11, and I think they just dominate Kentucky. I think Bob Stoops – I keep calling him Bob Stoops. It's Mark Stoops. And I think I think Mark Suit asked for more NIL money after this one. <laughs> Imagine that press conference. He's like, "Man, we just we just need more funding. We really do. <laughs> we need to the man. We gotta get him, <laughs> man. We gotta get him. Um, y'all know Devin Leary has an extra year to return next year. <laughs> I don't know how old that man is. Right. I'm seven, something like that." I think so. He's around 37. I can't believe, can't believe KJ can come back next season. He's 24. Golly. I've been out of college for two years, and he's he's older than me. Yeah, definitely. 24 years old. I think right now, if I was 24, I think I could play against Alabama this weekend. I just need, I just need one more year.
1: 24. I couldn't play bigger defense. I what you did against
0: Alabama last week. Shoot. You should – Say that to Washington too. Right. What do you
2: think about Bo Nix's campaign? Uh, Bo crap. scrap? That's so corny to me.
0: <laughs> the Bo so crap. That so is wild. People. That's a wild name. But his Heisman candidacy is, candidacy is for real, man. If he um, if they went out and he beats Washington, I think he could really get it. That's, that's so crazy to think about. Lane Kiffin gets sued for $40 million.
2: <laughs> Yes,
0: that's what they're trying to sue him for. Man, he said some bad things to that kid. But apparently, like you said, Jace, that kid was out of um uh he was out of like team meetings and stuff and wasn't even responding to coaches for like two or three weeks. You know what would shut all that up? Ole Miss wins this weekend.
2: And they, win.
0: they would pay Lane Kiffin forty million if they won this weekend.
2: Yeah, that they had covered a lawsuit for.
0: <laughs> I wish that was at Ole Miss, man. That place would be insane. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all for listening. Catch us in the next one after a huge week 11, a lot of upsets, hopefully. But I appreciate y'all for watching.
1: No Tigers.
0: No Ducks.